we're doing next on Brothers Balling all NBA episode we talk MVP rookie of the year defensive player of the year all NBA first team and we give our playoff preview Brothers Balling coming up next Welcome, welcome, welcome once again, everyone, on a Friday night. Brothers Ballin'. We are brothers. We are ballin'. Once again, on a Friday night, we got a special guest making uh, another visit, Coach Ozzy. Ozzy, say what is up to the people. What's up, people? I hope everybody enjoys the show. I got some wisdom to partake with everybody. Okay, we'll see if that's a true statement. Uh, you, you know what it is. We are three... We're three brothers in this episode talking about sports. Uh, brother number one, John, say what's up. How's it going, people? Great show. We got Coach Ozzy wearing his Gilbert Arenas hat uh, yeah. here. Um, can't wait to get into the show. Let's get All it. right. All right. And I am Rob. And just like I said in the intro, we are going all NBA. Okay. So, First thing, the NBA season has been completed. Just about every first-round matchup has been determined. Um, as of the time of this recording, uh, the Heat advance tonight. They're going to be playing the Bucks and get swept. Um, and the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the OKC Thunder are still battling for the right to play Denver in the first round of the Western Conference playoffs. But before we get into the playoffs, okay, playoff preview. Uh, we're going to go and talk and talk a little bit about the regular season that, that took place. OK, uh, a regular season that saw the Lakers go from dead to right to the, at the 13th seed and end up with the seventh seed after they defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves on Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about these end of season awards. OK, we're not going to go through all of them, but we're going to go through a couple, a couple of the key ones. First one we're going to go through is defensive player of the year okay so which player do you feel is the defensive player of the year i'm gonna go first on this and i'm gonna say that my choice you know if i could rig the ballot i would make my boy nick claxton defensive player of the year but you we can't do that and i don't know fix fix your face okay nick, nick claxton, claxton. Went, Nick, obviously you you don't watch basketball. Nick yes. no, cl- is one cl- of the, you don't watch the Nets because well, 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 then that's your fault. Nick Claxton is one of the best defensive centers in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If you don't know him, then you'll you'll find out. Second in the league in blocks. Small. Second in the league in blocks, and help, one help of the blocks? best. No, no, no. He's second in the league in, 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 in blocks. In help blocks, got it. Okay. What's, what's the matter? The, a, a block is a block. So um, my selection for uh, defensive player of the year was Memphis Grizzlies big man, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's who oh. I selected as oh, okay. the, uh, NBA defensive player of the year, even though I would want to give it to Nick Claxton. I had to um, give it to Jaron Jackson Jr. So, um, Ozzy, who is your selection for defensive player of the year? I actually um, was, was, was really torn as I went through my notes and trying to figure some things out. I actually don't have Jaron Jackson even in my top three. Um, oh, but no, wow. I, 
Straight disrespect. I have him as number three. I'm sorry. And the reason why is he's a very impactful defensive player. But if you don't even play 30 minutes a game and you're 400 to 450 minutes behind the likes of Draymond Green and Brooke, Brooke Lopez in minutes played, I'm just – and for me, he fouls way too much. Like, he he fouls all of the time. Um, and that's actually a key in the series with the Lakers if he can stay on the actual court. Um, but um, me personally, there's been some steam but get, for this young man to get it, you, you know – I like Evan Mobley. I think what he has done, the the Cavaliers, Mobley from the Cavaliers. That's the number wow. one defensive team in basketball, and he is the best defender on that team. He is he is switchable at six six eleven. He blocks shots. Um, they have given up the, the least amount of points. Well, their rating is the lowest in the league, and he's a key cog. Now it does help that he's playing with Jer- with a Jared Allen. And the other person I was touring with was Brooke. Brooke Lopez has been great this year on the defense. And um, I still believe the award is skewed a little bit because Drew Holiday should get it about every year because I think he's the best defensive player in basketball. But if you were to give me, I think it means something that Evan Mobley is the best defensive player on the best defensive team in the league. All right, John, what do you think? Oh, okay. Uh, thank uh, Cooler heads for fair here. Uh, looking at my sheet here, I I selected. I did agree with Jaron Jackson Jr. I think he deserves it. If he doesn't get it, then you know you did mention. Uh, you did mention um, Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez would have been my second choice, but um, for defensive player of the year for this year, this season, I'm going with Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive Player of the Year. Just hand, just hand him the award. Okay, all right. Uh, thank you for copying me, John. Uh, now, uh, next selection, I'm going to let John go first on thank this you. one. Uh, rookie of the Year. Who is your selection for Rookie of the? Not the Rookie First Team, just the one Rookie of the Year. Listen, he's been the best rookie all year long. Um, on a team that's up and coming, I got Paolo Boncaro, the number one pick in the draft. I got Boncaro. In my opinion, he should easily win Rookie of the Year. 20 points, six rebounds a game. Um, played lights out. I, I watched a couple of Magic games this season, and like he is lights out. To me, the ceiling for him, um, he, he has to develop more of a consistent jump shot, but his inside, his inside game, he is, he is very. He's gonna be a hand. He's gonna be a handful to deal with in years to come. Um, I think looking at the last three or four years of the NBA draft, he may come out to be the best player in the last four years of this draft. Um, Boncaro is my pick, and, okay. and 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 that should be an easy one for the league for for a rookie of the year. All right, um, Ozzy, do you agree? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be close. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, th- I think I think it's three yeses for Paulo Bancaro. He has uh, by far. He's really separated himself. Jalen Williams uh, from OKC had a really good season. Um, yeah. Also, Keegan uh, Murray from Sacramento. Yeah, but Keegan really Murray's game is so old. He has an old man's game. Yeah, but listen, it's it's been productive. 
Um, yeah, that you can make, I think, for any of those other guys is I think that Jalen that Williams, I think, this year has made more plays that attribute to winning on his team mm-hmm. um, because, because he does a little bit of everything. But Paolo has – Paolo is going to be a great player. Yeah. And, and I don't think any of those other guys are going to be great players. Um, I think the only other player in this draft that's going to be a great player is Chet. So – yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> next, we'll go with MVP, Ozzy. You yeah. are Who is your most valuable player? Do I got to go first? We would have picking Luka Doncic. I mean, it should have been the Luka, but he he let himself down. I think for, for me, um, this person, for me, should be in first place, and I don't know why it's not – being debated more or viewed more and being accepted more. My MVP is Giannis. Like I'm confused at what, and I wrote, I wrote some notes down re- researching stats, you know, comparing the, the guys, you know, and beat is averaging 33, 10 and four uh, still in a block. Yeah, that's great. But, uh, but he's had his second and third best players all year. People tend to forget the second best player on the bucks is Chris Middleton. And he has, he has played – well, he has missed 49 games of this year. So what Giannis has done with his Robin missing 49 games is average 31 points, 12 boards, 5.7, 5.7 uh, dimes. He has, They have the best record in basketball. Um, he is – he is elite on both ends offensively and on the defensive end. And he is, he has elevated the game of drew drew holiday and Brooke. Those guys have really stepped up and he does have a good team, but he has been the best player all year long and on the best team with the best record in the NBA. And I, and I think he should be the MVP. So, so the, so the, the only reason why I would disagree with you, is he is on a super talented team. That's not his fault. That's 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 not a that's not a docket against him that his team's good. Yeah, it's not, but he's 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 on a he's on a good team. So let um, me ask you, so when okay. the so when the MVP is won by a team by a player that has the best record in basketball, is that person's team not good? I mean, their team's not gonna be bad. It doesn't matter if you're great or not. Your roster, your team is going to be good if you have the best record in basketball. That's that isn't a docket. The Sixers are freaking good. They have James Harden, who has an MVP of his own. Tyrese Maxey, who's a twenty point per game scorer. They have a coach that's that, that's won a championship. All like their their roster is not some bums. I agree with you. Um, and don't get me wrong. I think Giannis has had a phenomenal year, um, but. He was in my choice. <laughs> okay, so John, who who are you selecting? Uh, my choice for and for the most valuable player of this league goes to a man called Joel Embiid. Yeah, um, I think Joel Embiid deserves it. Um, he has been knocking on the door of this MVP for the last five years, in my opinion. You can argue that Joel Embiid has been a top five MVP candidate for the last. Five years. The thing that's remarkable, and, and, and I know Rob's going to argue about Jokic's stats, and I do agree with you in terms of Jokic's numbers, but think about it. Embiid is what, 7'1, 300 plus pounds. He's a center 
who shoots 86% from the free throw line. Congratulations. Tell me another center in the league who shoots that high of a percentage. Congratulations. He threes very well. His inside game for it is very well. He, tell, me, tell me a center in the league that can stop him from scoring in the inside. Absolutely no one. Yeah, okay. You you can say the same thing for Yoki. Who's stopping no, Yoki? No, no, no. Huh? Let, uh, let me ask John something about his his B thing. First, first of all, that five year thing is is uh, ludicrous. Stop that garbage. Three years, what? I'll give you five, five years. Yeah, four 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 years ago, your Joel and Beard was averaging twenty three and twelve and played fifty one games. So miss me with that. Three three years ago, he played. 51 games. So th- this is the, the first time in his career he's played more than, six, than, than 65 games. So calm down, please. All right. Um, the other thing is, oh, I don't know how many guys who's shot 86% from the line as centers. Jokic has 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 done that. So, again, calm down, please. This year? He shot yeah. 82. He shot 82 with this year. Okay. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's four percentage from his lower. Who shot okay. better from so, but he shot five five percentage points and better from three than Joel Embiid. Listen, I trust Joel Embiid with the ball. Um, More- listen, Jokic is a phenomenal player. For Jokic, listen, yes. I, I, me, I take Embiid any day. Okay. I take any beat any day. Jokic is Jokic is a better passer. I'll give Jokic that. But offensive game, he can't touch Embiid. What? Offensive game, he can't touch Embiid. And wow. <laughs> Wow, do you realize how many points per game? How many points per game is Embiid average? Take a look 30, at it, brother. Thirty-three. Okay. How about how about Jokic? Jokic averages twenty-four on six oh. left. Yeah. Okay. He, twenty-four. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Who shoots a better percentage? Wow, you shoot a better percentage because you shoot less. <laughs> Jokic shot sixty-three percent from the field. Okay. On fifteen shots a game. If he okay. took. That's a game. He would average if he was just, I guess, more of an aggressive scorer. He would average thirty-five points a game. Okay, come Listen, on, man. I'll take him beat any day. All right. Think- are you guys done or are you guys finished? <laughs> Listen, it's not a conversation. Let me say, it's, it's, it's a conversation. Joel Embiid MVP. Hands up. I, I think Embiid's a great pick. He's had a great year, but you know, I don't. I think John's just be smoking something. But but go, but go ahead. No, no. All I right. mean, listen. I was saying Jokic uh, up until probably the beginning of April. Jokic basically did not play for an entire month. It was a tight race. So I, I agree. I give it to Joel Embiid. Um, Joel Embiid has been the main reason why Philly uh, even has a shot to go past the second round. I don't think they will, but um, Joel Embiid is, in my opinion, the most valuable player in the NBA this year. I'm not going to take anything from him. Drew. Uh, you know, Jokic missing a lot of time down the stretch, uh, and Denver not really playing that well. Um, you know, kind of decided it for me, but it's really it was real close. I think you can't go wrong with with either of those choices. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Okay, he's the best player in the NBA. I think that nobody has an effect on the game like Giannis. Jokic, in my opinion, is the most offensively um, skilled. Um, center in the NBA. Yes, um, you know, Embiid can hit the three. Jokic can hit the three. Um, Embiid is a little better, um, three, you know, free throw shooter. But Jokic is one of the best passing big men I've ever seen. In the history. Yeah, I would say that he is the best. And, and, this, and this name, 
you will not appreciate this name, especially the young people, Arvidas Sabonis. Okay. Yep. One of the best passing big men you never saw him play. By the time he came to the U to the US, he had already had uh, knee surgery, I think twice. So he right. wasn't the the he didn't have the speed that he once had when he played in, in Europe, but you can still see this guy was a tremendous his stat line, his stat line in Europe was 20 uh I read about his stat line was 24 24 14 and 7 per game. He he but, was he was a uh a, a, a phenomenal. Uh, I think our scale Vladi Divac as well was a fa- was a fabulous passer. Um, yeah, he was, yeah, but not, but yeah, not as skilled as Jokic. Is, Jokic is better than him. Yeah, much, much, much lesser scale. Okay, all right. So before we go into our, our playoff previews, our last thing is all NBA first team. We're not going mm-hmm. second. We're not going second and third team. Just a first team. So okay. I'm going to give my first team first mm-hmm. because I did not. I I really did it without taking into account. Positions. So I put. I have two centers on my on the first team. Can't do that. That doesn't start till next year. I I think that I can put two centers, and I'm going to put two centers on my um. They they did it next year. I'm doing it this year, and I'm telling you right now, my all the all NBA first team is Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, Jason Tatum, and my last guard. Donovan Mitchell. That is who is my my all oh. NBA first team. Okay. I was gonna put um Luca, but I can't put a guy who didn't even make the play in. Get the heck out of here. He's one of the you can say Luca's a top five player in this league, but what that crap they pulled by quitting on the season and you know Luca missing a lot of games on the stretch, not playing well uh together, winning games with Kyrie, Luca fell out. Um, I also gave consideration to SGA from OKC, um, taking a, a group of guys who were, you know, rookies and young, inexperienced players. I think the youngest or second youngest roster in the league, Thank and you. getting them and getting them to the play-in. Um, I think that deserves some consideration. But again, I had Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. All right, let me uh, get mine. Yeah, John, mine. you go next. So my first team is Embiid. I went by position. So okay. it was Embiid. Following the rules. Thank it was you. Embiid, Giannis, Tatum. Hater. I got Donovan Mitchell. Um, he, he he is the number one scoring shooting guard in the league. Mm-hmm. If you look at the stats. And I had Luka, but I should have put Shea. Um, but I but Luka is still a phenomenal player, even though his team didn't make the play in. So I have, and basically the award is based on your season, on your season. So, so, so I got Luca, but I could substitute him for Shea. I think and, Shea Shea's had a remarkable season. And I'll say this: like you know, there's rules next year that are going to make take into account the number of games you play. Yeah. Um, in order to be named to to an NBA first team, I think also your team has in order to be. I'm not saying this for the first team only. You have to be in the playoffs in order to be no, no. on the NBA first team. I know. I think so. No, because these, these are the best of the best, and the best of the best equate to winning. You have to be in the right. playoffs. Before. I do agree with Rob. I know Ozzy's going to refuse to believe this, but I do agree with Rob. I think that's something that they should do. Your team, like, you can't be giving awards to people who, 
who don't participate in the playoffs. I'm like, it just looks like, come bad on, for man. Like, 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 no, no, no. no, no. And, and the reason why I can say that is because more than half the league makes the playoffs. There are 30 teams in the NBA, 16 make, make the playoffs. If you can't make the playoffs, I'm sorry. You, you can be a second or a third team All-NBA, not the first team. Because the first team has to be a great player and they have to equate to winning in order to be named to the first team. That's a prestigious honor. Like, guys are getting paid off the first team, like, uh, you know, nominations or getting put on the first team. you got to make the playoffs. More than half the league is in the playoffs. That means you are below average. If you are not a playoff team, you cannot, especially with the playing. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying playoffs, but like even if you take account, you don't even qualify for the play-in. That means you are the bottom third of, of the league. Nah, man, you cannot be a first teamer in, in, in my book. Is your yeah, soliloquy, I agree with that. Your soliloquy done? Thank That's you. Um, all right. So regardless of whatever crap y'all were talking about, um, when you when when you're talking about having a guy make a first team because his team's not in. That's all right. That's great. That's great and cute, but we're not going to be penalizing players for, for situations outside of their, their, their control, because we have to understand is this. Let's, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, a guy has a career record-breaking season, but his roster's bad. He doesn't have his second-best players hurt. I'm not saying this happened to this year. Are we going to penalize him in his great season because he was dealt a bad hand? Now, yep. go ahead and explain my season my team of y'all just listen. So first, again, this is not 2024. So then you can only take one big, it is not a, a positionless thing. So again, I'll follow in John steps who is following rules instead of Rob being a rebel. Okay. So number one, Embiid is going to be up the first team of center. Okay. Giannis, Jason Tatum, Shea Gilles Alexander for the sheer reason donovan mitchell had a great year a great year 28 four assists four boards but you're gonna look me straight in my face with a straight face and tell me that he deserves to be more deserving of first team over shea who they played the exact same games of 68 games shea averaged 31 points 5.5 assists Five boards, shot 90% from the line, and as you just said earlier, took the team that was without their number one pick from this year's draft that was supposed to be their second-best player and took a team that is the second-youngest team in the NBA to the precipice with a brand-new coach, well, a second-year coach, to the precipice or to the cusp of making the actual playoffs. Again, I don't think they'll be the Wolves, but – the jump that he has individually made has been the biggest jump, maybe comparable to the jump that, J- that Jalen Brunson made of anybody in this league. And that should be a first team all NBA worthy, especially when Shea Gilgis also plays defense and Donovan Mitchell does not. Okay. Um, now my last pick is Luca. So if we take it, if you want to say, yeah, you know, Donovan's team is in the playoffs and Luca's not, that's great. That's fine. But I'm going to tell you something that Luka did that pretty much nobody else in this league did. He's the only player in his league to average 30 more points, eight, eight boards, and eight dimes. The only one. The only one. And, yes, they didn't make the playoffs. Them sitting out those last two games was not his, his choice. Jason Kidd has said that. 
and Lucas said it. And at the end of the day, yes, the season was poop was poo poo. We were the fourth team in the West when prior to the trade, but our roster was bad. We lost our second best player and replaced him with Christian Wood. Let's just let's just be real about that stuff, okay? And so the year did not go well, but the All NBA First Team is not a team award. It's an individual player. And I don't care which way you look at it, there were not five players in the NBA that had a better statistical season than Luka. You cannot name, you cannot name five players in this league. So, like, if this was 2024, then Rob, I agree with Embiid and Jokic and Giannis Tatum and Luka being that fifth because those five guys had the best statistical season of any five players in the league. Those five guys did. But since it's this year and you can't carry two with centers – you cannot tell me the five guys on my list, Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, Luke, and Shea, you cannot name me five more guys except for Jokic in this league that individually had better seasons than those five five guys. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes. You said that for MVP, who, who are your, your finalists for MVP? Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. Yeah. Yet... You told us that Luka Doncic had a stat line that nobody else in the league had matched and was doing things that nobody else in the league had done. Yeah. Yet he was not a top three finalist for MVP. So that because tells me. No, so, so, time out, time out, time out. I'll, I'll let you get your point in. That tells me that his record and how his team finished did factor into that. Right? Because yeah. as great as he was, the reason why he's not your top three MVP is because of the type of season that, that he had, his, his team had. Okay, Absolutely. so if that's the case and, you know, we are making those distinctions on most valuable player because in a, uh, essentially first teams are the first, are like the, are really MVP candidates, okay? Those, that's, that's NBA first. Yeah. Okay, and the reason why I cannot put uh, Jokic, I mean, not Jokic, but Doncic there is because that is uh, your team performance does factor in to those awards for first team. For all the other teams, I can understand its greatness. Listen, Luca is a generational talent. When he retires, we will, we will look at him as one, uh, as in my, he will be the best international player to ever play the game. I yeah. think that he's going to have that distinction when he retires. He doesn't have it now, but he will have it, I believe, if he continues to perform at this level. But with that being said, when it comes to NBA first team, and again, the reason why that has to, that criteria has to come in, in, into play is because, remember, guys get paid off these NBA um, first, second team you know, Absolutely. honors. Yeah. So for me, I think first team, you've got to be a playoff. That's the only reason why I, I did not put Luca in, in the first team because his this team is why, did not qualify for the play-in. They were a bottom third team. I, I am not saying that Luca is an MVP candidate every single season. He steps on the floor. He is dynamite. Um, you know, people don't like the, he holds the ball too much, but he is a special, special talent, elite generational talent. But this year, I cannot put him in a first team, and your team is in a bottom third. I'm sorry. Like this is he what, had a great season. What what you said is the reason why I'm going to push back. Okay, when you when historically looking at the MVP award, okay, it's not about having the best statistical of season. 
It's never been about that. Because in 2006, when my favorite player of all time, Dirk, won the MVP, he did not have the best statistical year, but our team was the very best in the league. You mm-hmm. look at Steve Nash went back went back to back, having his his things. He was not the best player in the league, nor did he have the best season. But he but they were playing some transcendent style of basketball, which really wasn't transcendent because people in the 90s and 80s had played that way previous, but was playing a style of basketball that was changing, that was taking the league by storm. Great. But when you look at the all the the first team, you just said it. Guys get paid off of this, right? Mm-hmm. So people, players, guys get paid for what they individually put up st- statistically. They're not going to get paid off, oh, did our team win? Because if that was that said fact, then there's players – that there's stars in this league that would not get paid big time bucks because what they do does not equate to winning. You cannot tell me that what Luca does 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 not equate to winning when just this time last year they're trouncing. Well, a few months later, well, eleven months ago, they're trouncing the Suns in the same style of basketball that he was playing now. Everything around, if you really watch the Dallas Mavericks, which of course I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, I did. Everything around him was unstable. From the second our season ended and we did not sign back Brunson, everything around our team was unstable. Everything. Everything. And for him individually, because, again, look at the All-NBA teams as a team, a team of the best 15 players in the league, best 15 players in the year, league. And then you, what the team is, you take the who you think is the best 15 players and next year will be perfect because there's no positions. You take the best 15 players regardless of positions by their stats who statistically had the best year and you rank them on those teams by how they individually did. I don't rank a guy higher because of what their team did. Because So, so team record means nothing when it comes to first team. In all, all NBA teams. In all NBA if it's neck and neck tied and there's a deciding factor, sure, I'll take that in. But Luca's not neck and neck tied with, with Donovan Mitchell, but he's averaging 28, 4, and 5. And Luca's averaging 32, and 8, 8, and 8. And the Cavs team, it was better. I mean, hell, Donovan Mitchell don't guard nobody, but he has two seven foot guys that are defensive stalwarts in there. Donovan Mitchell got to play with Darius Garvin, who is an up-and-coming star point guard in this league. So, yeah, his team was better built around them. Luka, and so, and let me start by saying, some a, a lot of problems that happened this year, he has to wear that. that that's on him, too. But 32 to 8 Nate, but we're not having a conversation about, about somebody being better. Do you know what all five guys have in common on my list? All 30-point-per-game scores. I don't know. Did, did Tatum crack, crack 30? Yeah, he did. All mm-hmm. 30 point per game scores. A historic scoring year, first time in NBA history, there was more than five or six guys that scored 30 a game. All these guys had that same line. And if it was a position list, I would take Shea out for Jokic. So, yeah, everybody was scoring this year. So scoring 30 it was not as, I guess, great as it would have been in the past. But eight, but eight, eight, eight assists is pretty damn great. I mean, I don't think we're going to move each other on this. Like, I'd rather get 28, 4, 4, and 5 and get the wins instead of 38 and 8 and get the losses because it looks like empty calorie stats. Well, it really does look empty calorie. If you like, you had Kyrie Irving and they were, it wasn't like they were 
just barely over 500. They were way under 500. Um, you have to take a hit for that, especially since the year prior, you were a playoff team that made it only to conference finals. A year later, you don't make the play in. That's and a we, drop finished, off. We, we finished that year subtracting three of the best four players on our team from that from last year's team. That's fact. Well, I mean, I can't say anything. All, all I know is that you guys were in the playoffs for most for most of the season, and then you guys fell off. And be dominant. That has to that has to do with your boy. Um, like your boy Doncic has to take a has to has to take a hit on that. Like he's not he's 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 not Teflon Don. So what's so what's your hit for Donovan over Shea then? Say it again. So why Donovan over Shea? I think Donovan Mitchell is more is uh, one of the most explosive, probably the most explosive small guard in the in the NBA. And, and and um, I mean, it's not all about stats because Shea can get any shot. He's going to shoot any shot he wants. Like nobody's going to take shots away from Shea. Um, Donovan Mitchell shares the uh, backcourt with one of the um, with one of the better or more up and coming. Uh, and he's not as ball dominant um, in uh, Darius Garland, but more shots than Shea did of this year, just for your whole thing. Yeah, so. yeah, but I mean, he's a better player. He should get more shots. I'm just saying, but, but, but what, 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 I don't, in your same argument, Shea made the play in with a team of babies. He made the the what? The play in with a team of babies. Yeah, he made, he made the play in. With, okay, we just, I just, you're, that's fine. No, he made, he made, he made the play in, but, but like, but like, look who he finished over. Like he gets credit for getting a young team there, but also take into account who he finished over: a tanking San Antonio Spurs team, a tanking Houston team, a tanking Utah Jazz, a tanking Portland Trail Blazers, and a tanking Dallas. Five teams who 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 literally refused to compete once the once the middle of March came. So yeah, he made it. But let's be honest: so we, how was so, he not going to make it? Something he has no control over. Okay, now, okay, now, no, we're just <laughs> we're doing. We're just being honest. Okay, all right, all right. Let's move on. All right, so let's move on. We have eight playoff series to go through. We're gonna have to go through these a little uh, quicker than we expected because you know, saving time. So we're gonna start in the Eastern Conference. Okay, Eastern Conference. The one seed is Milwaukee. The eight seed is Miami. Miami won tonight over Chicago, and they are the eight seed. During the regular season, Milwaukee and Miami tied two wins apiece. Um, Now, mind you, Miami's wins were on a back-to-back situation with no Giannis. Giannis did not play in either of Miami's wins. Uh, The Bucs defeated the uh, Heat both times Giannis played against them. So, John, uh, who wins and what is and how is the series going to get decided? 4-1 Bucs. Um, 4-1 Bucs. 4-1 Bucs. I don't see... Um, the Heat being formidable. The, the, the issue with the Heat is they struggle with scoring. The Bucks do not. Okay, and the Bucks are a defensive team. The Heat are a defensive team. There's just too much firepower. Um, I got the Bucks winning in five. Ozzy, how do, how do you feel about the series? Um, I can definitely see that Bucks in five. I think. Uh, you know, I think the Heat are good enough to grind out a game, especially if they're down like 3-0 or something or 2-0. Um, 
I what can make this series change to maybe go six and shockingly maybe even go with seven. A is Chris Middleton. I mean, I'm about, I think it's a big deal. I mean, that's the only reason why the Bucks didn't play. And I would have thought win a championship last year was Chris Middleton was unavailable. Um, if he can stay healthy and get back to where he is or where he was, it should be a 4-0, 4-1 series. Um, but I would lean towards Bucks and five. I think they have three of the best five players in that series. Uh, I like the Bucks and four. I think um, they will struggle to match up with Giannis. Uh, I think Miami is going to struggle to score points. I think you'll probably have a couple of games in this series where Miami fails to hit 100. Um, and I think Milwaukee is going to dominate this series 4-0. Uh, just too much firepower for uh, Milwaukee Bucks, 4-0 over the Heat. Okay. Uh, next, next we have the second series. We have the, the two-seed Boston Celtics against the seven-seed Atlanta Hawks. The Celtics beat the Hawks three times uh, during the regular season. Matter of fact, all three times they played, Boston averaged 126 points in, in their three wins. The Hawks did not. Uh, beat the uh, Celtics at all. What do you think takes place when the Celtics and the Hawks get together? I like the Celtics in five games. Uh, I think uh, the I think the Hawks will win Game Three, five game series. Uh, Ozzy, do you agree? Um, uh, yeah, I find it very hard to call, especially in the playoffs, to call sweeps. I think sweeps are really hard to call um, because you always get a team up like. That's 3-0, then the team that slack off a game. Um, but uh, I'd say Celtics in five as uh, Trey Young might be suiting up for his last time as a Hawk. So so I'm. I, what's funny is I actually bought tickets. We bought tickets for game three um, next Friday. So we're going to be in the house next Friday. I told um, – Janae is a Hawks fan. Um, I told her that I'm buying that I'm buying a, a, a Jason Tatum jersey just for this game. Um, I got the Celtics four zip. I got a sweep. I'm gonna bring a broom probably next Friday to begin the brooming to begin the process four zero. John, um, I love you as a brother. I will lose a little respect for you if you buy a Jason Tatum jersey. A Knicks fan cannot purchase a Boston Celtic jersey. No, no, no. Here's the thing. You forget. I buy the jersey. I'm sitting to keep the tag inside. I'm going to wear it for the game and then return it. <laughs> so vendors at uh, Phillips Arena understand he do not accept his refund. Force him to walk out that stadium in that Jason Tatum jersey. You know, the okay. part about that is that household will literally go their lifetime and not see their team – I won a championship, like because John won it with the Knicks. Oh and wow, wow! That's just that's tough. That's that's really tough. Yeah, yeah Janae, uh, we went to the Knicks Hawks game. Janae had a fit. She wouldn't talk to me the whole the whole ride home because I kept on teasing her about uh, her, her squad. Like like she is serious, like crazy. She's a crazy Hawks fan. Okay, well, if she gets out of hand, then you park the car in the garage, turn the car off, and let her sleep in the car. <laughs> okay. She has a massive, she has a massive room. Like her room, her her bedroom is the size of some people's apartments in Atlanta. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if she wants to complain about her 
mediocre Hawks team. She can <laughs> listen. Like, she, she 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 got a Hawks. She got a couple of Hawks t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, she got a she got a Hawks hat. Yeah, she's she's diehard Hawks. All right, moving along, the three six matchup is a matchup near and dear to my heart. It is the three seed Philadelphia 76ers against the upstart and feisty six seed Brooklyn Nets. Feisty. Who, who went from championship contender to NBA 2K pretender in one season. As, as a Nets fan, I will go ahead and, and I will speak my piece on this series. Listen, I want a game. Okay, let's get a game. We're not going to beat this team. Joel Embiid is going to average about 30 and 15. There's nothing we can do. Oh, yeah. We're going to see Claxton's amazing defense on uh, on Joel Embiid. Listen, I'll tell you this. If if I'm Jack Vaughn, I'm not even bothering Claxton um, to guard Joel Embiid. I will stick a smaller player on him. I will stick um, Dorian Finney-Smith on him. What? Claxton, (laughs) yep. And And I will let Claxton go and double. You you come on the double or Excuse I can me. listen or no no or or your defensive player of yep. the year yep. you're gonna have him come off a double yep. okay Ron. Yep. Yep. yes John John yep. John preach John. yeah I, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna do I need to protect his body from the abuse that's gonna his defensive with, player of the year yep my yep hey listen listen it's about strategy okay. It's about strategy. Stick him on P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker stands in the corner. He doesn't dribble. He, he, he doesn't do anything else but catch and shoot. Um, I'm going to let him catch it, let him get some dribbles, or we're going to double him, okay? Double him every single time. Joel B cannot be stopped. He is one of the most elite offensive centers uh, that we've seen in the NBA in a very long time. He's also a good uh, defensive presence. This is going to be a five-game series. I think the Nets. I, I think the Nets can surprise the uh, Sixers. Am I stealing Game One because the Sixers are probably going to be sleepwalking early, and that and then they're going to lose four straight games. Okay, I'm proud of my team. I'm happy Kyrie Irving is gone. Okay, I want to make that clear as a Nets fan. I am excited that Kyrie Irving is gone, and that he'll never have to wear a uh, Brooklyn Nets jersey again. We have a better future now that he's gone. But as far as the present, we're going to get smoked in the first round. Five-game series. Uh, I agree. Hard, I think James Harden will play well. I don't think he's going to be real effective. But Maxi and Joel Embiid are going to be too much to handle. Five-game mm-hmm. series, uh, Philly over Brooklyn. John, do you agree? Yep, yep. I, I actually have this series in five. Um, I have the stat line that I have for Joel Embiid is 32-12. 32, 12, and 5. I think uh, James Harden might break a assist record in this um, round. Um, I expect him to, you know, he led the league in assists. I expect him to be in double-digit assists every single game, giving you about 17 points a game. Um, and Maxi, I think, is going to give you about 25. Maxi, Maxi, Maxi was a was a great find. In the draft, he is he is becoming a very good player. Yeah, he's a good, he's, he's a real good player, and he's uh, about Ozzie, to get, uh, no, and he's about to get, and, and he's about to get paid. Yeah, and he and he deserves to get paid. Ozzy, um, are you in agreement with uh, the five game series gentleman sweep? I think it may be four uh, because I think that that the Nets just really don't have 
a guy that can, you know, consistently take over a basketball game. Bridges has has been great. But I'll say this. What a hell of a team the Nets would be if they had this roster plus KD. Good God. I mean, the ability to guard everybody and their mama and, you know. Um, but I think the biggest problem that, that they're going to have is in on their end of the court. The Sixers are, are not a fabulous defensive team. But on their end on of the court, will they be able to take advantage of James Harden, I don't know because most of the guys on that team are catch and shoot guys or, or secondary score guys. Yeah. And the part, I think the Nets, what, what Jacques Vaughn should do is play Claxton straight up in front, make make him front front of Joel Embiid, and really try to encourage James Harden and Tyrese to play a one on one basketball against the plethora of wings that the Nets have to try to make this game a half court basketball game, make it tough for Joel Embiid, but. I don't think that the Nets have the the offensive ability to really bother the Sixers consistently over the course of a game. So I think Sixers and four. All right. All right. Now, next series, in my opinion, I think this is probably the series of the first round. Okay. Second best. Yeah, this is the most evenly matched series in in, in the first round because there's a lot of storylines. We have two, two good teams. Uh, that are able to uh, one is able to really smother you defensively. The other is one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the league in the uh, New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. We have the New York Knicks, the uh, five seed going against a four seed Cleveland Cavaliers during the regular season. These teams played four times. The Knicks won three of the four, including the last three, uh, you know, matchups against these two teams. Uh, last matchup was at the end of March. They beat uh, the Cavs in Cleveland by 14. John, as a resident Nick fan, you get first dibs. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts when it comes to how this series is going to fare between the Knicks and the Cavs? The Donovan Mitchell sweepstake, the Donovan Mitchell series. He could have been a Nick. Yeah, huh. um, I got the Knicks winning in six. Four two, um, Knicks win. Uh, I feel that the Knicks are going to win tomorrow night. Um, they're going to win game one. Um, they'll lose. They'll probably lose game two. They'll win game one. I just think that the Knicks, with the emergence of quickly Josh Hart being added, um, I really like this matchup. I, I like what my team has. Brunson has been great. The only concern I have is how healthy is Julius Randle. Um, you know, but overall, you know, with that being said, I got this series Knicks in six. All right, uh, Ozzy. Um, again, again, this is I think the second best series of the first round. Um, for for each side, but number one for sure in the Eastern Conference. Look. You know, earlier today, I was making fun of a kid in the school. He's a Nick fan. So, you know, Nick's going to get killed in six. But when you really look at the Cavs, their roster is very starting five heavy and then everybody else. Um, however, you know, Julius Randle not being healthy is a big deal. That's a huge deal. Um, I think this will be a coming out party for two people who played well, especially this guy. If y'all remember last year when the Nets were in the play-in and they played the Cavs, Darius Garland was amazing. 
And I think this is a really grand opportunity for him to step on a stage similar to last year. Now in a series, I think the Cavaliers are, are going to win. I would arguably say go with seven. I'm going to go Cavs in six. I think Donovan Mitchell, even though I poo-pooed on him earlier, is a fabulous playoff score and playoff player. And look, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are are, <laughs> are very big, big people aside. And Jalen Brunson did not play well against he played well against the Cavs, I think, in their last game. But he but he it's gonna be tough for him to score to score inside consistently with those two guys in there. So I would say Cavs in about six. Okay. As a Brooklyn Nets fan, you know I'm not going to be a supportive of the New York Knicks. Um, I respect them as the uh, storied kings franchise. The storied franchise kings of, New York. of New York. Yes, they are the kings of New York. I cannot take that away from them. But every king does not get a crown. Understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Knicks are a feisty team. They play with a lot of energy. I think they had the sixth man of the year in Emmanuel quickly. Their bench is way better than Cleveland's bench. Yep. Okay, and I think that's going to be the actual difference because if you look at Cleveland, they have a backcourt that can't defend and a front court that can't score. Okay, that's problem. That's problematic when you're talking about playoffs because Jared Allen is a you know I mean he's a lot like Nick Claxton. He's a little thicker version, less mobile than uh, Nick Claxton. He is very intelligent. Yeah, very intelligent, but you know he can't. He's not going to give you points. He'll get you putbacks. He'll get you alley oops. People have to create for him. Mobley's game is developing, but I can see him being marginalized in a playoff series. And I think because of that, because of the play of of, of the bench and the ability for you to marginalize guys like Mobley, I think the Knicks will survive this series. I think they win in seven. It's going to take them all seven games to beat Cleveland because the best player in this series is Donovan Mitchell. He's going to drop at least a couple of 40-point games. And I think uh, the Knicks will find a way to uh, survive game seven against the um, Cleveland Cavaliers. But I got Knicks in seven. Mm. Okay. Um, So even though I am a Brooklyn Nets fan, you cannot accuse me of being a hater. I picked the Knicks to win the series. All right. Uh, Let's go over to the West real quick. Um, it's not official, but uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are down by 23 points. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. They're up by 23 points uh, on, the, on the Thunder. So they're going to be facing the Denver Nuggets. Uh, during the season, the Nuggets and the Timberwolves tied two games apiece. Uh, Denver's the one seed. Minnesota's the eight. Ozzy, do you think that we have a chance of an upset or is – are the Nuggets going to kickwalk through this thing? I think this is a terrible matchup for the Denver Nuggets. I really do. Um, I think um, the Nuggets were probably praying for the Thunder to win because it gave them an ability um, to not have to worry about, you know, Gobert, who I think is vastly overrated as a basketball player, but as a defensive player, is a very good player. Um, and I also think they do have scoring power with Carl with Carlton Towns. And I don't know what's wrong with Anthony Edwards, but I think he'll get it and figure it out. He's a big time scorer as well. Oh, I'm he not, better get it figured out. Yeah, I'm not bold enough. I think Mike Conley is a big key as well of studying, being the steady hand and and the us uh, to steady that ship. I'm not bold enough to say that the Timberwolves will beat him, but I do believe the series goes six games with with the Nuggets of winning it. 
Uh, I think this team is some of the worst late game execution in the mm-hmm. in, in in the league in Minnesota. I don't trust them in a close game, and I think like I really see them getting like I said boat raced in game one. They having to play uh, game five. Uh, I mean, sorry, a game uh, a couple of nights before the you know game one against Denver. I see them getting boat raced in game one. I think the Nuggets are going to win this series in a they're going to have a couple of close games, but Nuggets in five. I think people are underestimating the Nuggets. This is a good basketball team. I think Minnesota is vastly underachieved. They have too much talent to be a playing team, in my opinion. Well, they Carl, should be Charles did miss 50 games. <laughs> well, well, but even with that being said, I think that this team has even without Carl Anthony Towns. They have enough talent. You should still be winning games, okay? Not that you're going to be well over 500, but you should be a 500 team, um, you know, with call Anthony Towns out. Like, they, in my opinion, I think this team underachieved. I don't like their late-game execution. Uh, I think Mike Collins is a really good point guard, but he's, uh, especially that game against the Lakers, that stands out. Matter of fact, both games, they played a late-season game against the Lakers as well, and they played the same way, where they just – torpedoed in the second half Denver and five John I'm sure you agree with us yeah or I you, agree or, or, or you agree with me Denver and five. Oh yeah um listen Denver the issue with Denver is they have poor execution I mean I mean not Denver Minnesota Minnesota late game is very poor I don't like the decision making towards the end um this series because they're playing this playing tournament I think they're going to be gassed um, and Denver's going to take advantage of it. I got Denver in five. Okay. Next series is a series that everybody's talking about. It's the Lakers. We love talking about the Lakers. Yada, yada, yada. They're the best team in the NBA. Uh, whatever. They're playing Memphis. Um, these two teams played three times during the regular season. Uh, the Lakers won two out of the three, uh, including their last game uh, in early March. John, do you see an upset from the Lakers as a seventh seed over Memphis? I do not, but I have this series going the full distance. I have this, and it's, and it's because of the injuries in the front court that Memphis has. I just think that I just think that John Morant will figure it out um, because I really believe, I honestly believe that the Memphis Grizzlies really want the Golden State Warriors in the second round. Um. And we'll talk about that series uh, here soon enough. But I have the Grizzlies going the distance with the Lakers in seven games. Grizzlies winning four games to three. All right. Uh, I said earlier uh, in our season that I'm done with Memphis. I'm not buying them. I still don't see them. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I saw them as a potential title contender. I'm not seeing them in the same light that I once did. And because of that, I will pick Memphis to um, defeat the Lakers. I will pick Memphis. That's right. To to defeat <laughs> the Lakers. He made it sound like he was going with the Lakers. I'm going to say he set it up to just be like, no. I'm not. Yes. I'm going with Memphis in seven. Uh, a lot like um, what John said, their size is going to be uh, their size or lack thereof is going to be a problem. Steven Adams in a series yeah. like this. You need his six fouls against um, Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is going to have a great series, but I think the wings of Memphis are going to 
are really going to really be able to dominate in this and series. And Desmond Bain, I think, think Desmond Bain's going to go off. Desmond, yeah, I think Desmond Bain is fantastic. Um, and Memphis is going to squeak out a win. I just think that their wings and their ability to defend are going to be the key uh, contributors to a seven-game series win for the Memphis Grizzlies. Ozzy, I know you agree with your two older brothers. He's going to uh, the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to win the series. Um, I think the front court injuries are a bigger deal than people think. Um, not just Stephen Adams, but Brandon Clark. So you take away your starting big and then his his his, uh, his backup. Anthony Davis um, should, because I can't say he will, because he should do a lot of things, but sometimes he doesn't do it, should dominate the series. And I think the biggest reason why, it's going to be very hard for Jaron Jackson to stay on the actual court. If he's guarding Anthony Davis, it's going to be very hard for him to stay on the court because he tries to block every shot, and that leads himself to fouls. Well, if, if Anthony Davis is the best player, and I think he will be the best player in the series, um, I think I do like 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 Ja, but the problem I have with this Memphis Grizzlies team is the lack of maturity. And I think that is a still a ringing issue that they have. They're very And their lack of maturity is shown in this way for this team because this stat is the same for the Warriors as well. But they're the best team in the NBA at home and so bad on the road because they got other priorities on the road. And I think you're looking at a team in the Lakers that have finally figured out what's the best way for, for them to win. They have a team that can put that has four ball handlers on their roster, which is a big deal. And he's 38, he's in year 20. But John, if this series goes to seven games, LeBron James ain't losing that series in game seven. The Memphis' mm-hmm. best to win this series is not letting this series go a long time. And so I think that the Lakers are actually, you know, I'm saying Charles Barkley, guarantee. The Lakers are going to win. I think that the Lakers are going to win in six. I think Anthony Davis's ability to really dominate games and really outplay Jaron Jackson, keep him off the floor, keep y'all's defensive player of the year off the floor. If he's not playing major minutes, Jaron Jackson, and I'm talking about 32 to 36, who is going to stop the Lakers from getting two with a basket? Who's going to stop John Morant? That's fine, but he's getting funneled into Anthony Davis. Xavier Tillman. <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> LeBron James. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, Dylan Brooks, all right. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for, my boy. I'm going to tell you. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan Brooks shouldn't have been uh, mouthing off. There's no reason why he should be trying to poke the bear. But, uh, yeah, so Ozzy likes the uh, Lakers. Uh, John and myself like the Memphis Grizzlies in the long series. Next series – Three and six. This is going to be an exciting mm. series. It's going to be a lot this, of points. To me, a is, lot of points. This to me is going to be the <laughs> second most interesting series behind the Knicks and the in the Cleveland Cavaliers. You got the defending champion Golden State Warriors as a six seed going against the three seed, the upstart, like the beam, Sacramento Kings. During the regular season, these teams played four times. The Golden State Warriors won three of the four uh, matchups with this team, including the last one, which is basically Sacramento playing their their bench. These teams now meet in the playoffs. Remember, uh, the Kings have closed or stopped the longest playoff drought in league history. And they're going to be playing 
against the Golden State Warriors. So I will come to you, Ozzy. Osmond Exum. What is your pick for the one of the more exciting series in the first round? Well, first thing, if you're a betting uh, person, take the over in every game. If the over is anything uh, less than 240, take take the over. These 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 guys are going to score a bunch of points. Um, I'm going to be honest. You know, I think that the Kings have had a fabulous year. That the Kings are so talented offensively. Sabonis is such a great offensive player. De'Aaron Fox is as well. I just it, – it's hard for me to sit here and say I think that the Warriors are going to lose in the first round to the Kings uh, in layman terms. So I think that the Warriors are going to um, win this series in in probably five or six, honestly. I think the, it's a bad matchup for the Kings. With Wiggins back, if it's a close game down, down the stretch, I trust that the Warriors can get stops close game with Wiggins and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson on the floor. John? So I'm going to say this. Sacramento, congratulations for making the playoffs. Sacramento, I'm sorry, you're out in five. I got the Warriors winning in five. I, I just can't see or fathom the Warriors losing to the Kings in the first round. Now, I'm not surprised if the Kings win the first game. That won't surprise me because that, that's Let's be clear. The Warriors sucked in the season on the road. They were horrible on the road. Hence why they were a six seed. But I just feel that when it comes to the playoffs, the Warriors is a different team. Wiggins coming back is huge for the Warriors because he does a couple things. He can defend. He can score. He can rebound. He can do a lot of different things. He's like your scissor hands, right? And so with that being said, with what the Warriors have, they still have the chef. They got Clay. They got Draymond. I just can't see them losing to the Kings. I I, I think Kings uh, is going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. And I'm pretty sure Mike Brown is telling him, no one is picking you in this series. And that might work for one game, but it ain't going to work for a series. Warriors at five. I also, think, I also think that one of the biggest cues is also is the fact that the Warriors don't have to leave the state of California to play these games. I think that, that's a huge deal. That they can stay rel- relatively at home all, ser- all, all series long. I have three words for you. Light the beam. Okay? <laughs> Light the beam. This team is hungry. This team is uh, playing against a Golden State team that has not defended well all year, has not performed well on the road all year, uh, seems to just kind of trying to find itself late in the season, while Sacramento has been one of the most healthy, has been a healthy team all year. One of the few teams in the league that has not really been ravaged by injuries. That helps them build chemistry, help them build continuity, and will uh, also help them get knocked out in the first round. I think the Golden State Warriors will beat them in six. God, man. <laughs> I think I think that this team has been has had a fantastic year. De'Aaron Fox, uh, Demontis uh, Sabonis, Keegan Murray, Kevin Herter. These guys, when the 
going gets tough. These Golden State Warriors have proved time and time again that they will not fold and they are ready for any challenge, uh, big or small. So I like the Warriors to win in six. All right, guys, we got one more uh, series left. It's the uh, series that could have been and should have been had everybody been healthy, okay? Mm -hmm. The Suns and the Clippers. Now, during the regular season, these two teams played four times. The Los Angeles Clippers won two, and the Phoenix Suns won two. Now, the Phoenix Suns did not play against the Clippers with Kevin Durant. They did play after the trade. However, uh, KD did not play in that final regular season game that the Clippers won. So take into account that Paul George will not likely not play in this series. And that's huge. Uh, which is, yeah, I mean, you, you really cannot replace his production. Uh, John, what are your thoughts? Do you think that the Phoenix Suns are going to stop the Clippers or do the Clippers have a shot, a fighting nope, chance? They don't. To unseat the four seed. They, they, they do not. Uh, Suns 4-1. Um, if to be, listen, and I'm going to say this, if Paul George could play this series, I would have picked the Clippers. Um, then not having Paul George is going to be huge. I think Westbrook is going to lose two games for the Clippers in this series. Um, yeah, he's going to lose two games for the Clippers because he's going to try to prove something. He's going to try to prove to you that he's 2016 Russell Westbrook and not 2023 Russell Westbrook. He's going to cost the, the Clippers. Um, I have the Suns at five. Wow. All right. I like this series. Um, I think the series is going to be very competitive. But yeah. I agree. I think I think that the Suns, you know, the reason why I feel it's going to be competitive is there are very few teams that the Clippers have more – have um, very few teams that the Clippers have more chemistry than. The Suns are actually one of those teams because they've only been together for like nine or ten games. Doesn't the matter. Are, the Clippers have been together for like 20. Okay. So I think the Clippers will have that advantage. I think they may take game one um, in, a, in a surprise. But this is a five or six game series. I like the Suns in, I'll say five. I think because the Clippers – are missing Paul George. There's just no way I see them beating the Phoenix Suns. No if way. Paul George was if Paul George was healthy, I would still pick the Suns, but I think it would take them longer to beat the, the Clippers. There's just not going to be enough scoring for the uh, Clippers. Like you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, who combined can give you 75 points a night. Okay, in a um, playoff series, I just don't think that the Clippers are going to be able to score enough. And because of that, I like uh, Chris Paul to get some rest uh, in this series. Definitely. Um, you know, what's what I see the Clippers doing is getting getting him involved in a lot of switches, getting Kawhi Leonard isolated on him, and then forcing the teams to to double. Uh, and, 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 and we got to say something about Kawhi Leonard. Defensively, he's not the same. He is well, not the same defensive he player. Has, he hasn't really played basketball in the last two years. Yep. There's a lot of injuries. So um, so it's difficult to maintain that defensive intensity after you've been out the game for, for a full year, a year and a half almost, basically. 
But even with that being said, Phoenix is just him and Zion Wilson. Him and Zion Wilson should forfeit half their checks back to the teams who, who they robbed. Well, I gotta be honest with you. I think um, some team needs to come together and put Zion, Kawhi, Paul George, and Ben Simmons together, <laughs> and throw Kyrie in there. Team all miss. Okay. <laughs> You never know when these guys are going to Listen, play. You never know when this team is going to play. You can, show up to a, you can show up to an arena and all five of those guys are, are at home. Okay? That entire team, that entire team will, won't make the playoffs. <laughs> now, I don't want to lump Paul George in there. Paul George has, cause, but he's been, you know, he's suffered with, with some injuries. Um, no, no, you, you should put Kevin Durant there. He'll get hurt. You know what? Kevin Durant might not be a bad because Kevin Durant right. does miss a lot of games. We call him Team All Miss because <laughs> these teams, these guys are not going to be available every day. Okay. All right, Ozzy. We're going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to close us out. What are your thoughts on the why Clippers? Just, why does this guy game? say that? Why does this guy say the Clippers? Is it? Who says the Clippers are going to win this series, Rob? We can just end the call right now. <laughs> just listen. Just just mute his line. That's all. Is this? This is going to be, I think, a little more of an interest, a interesting a series than people think. Um, I do believe if Paul George was playing, the Clippers, I think, would would win, I think, pretty emphatically in the sense of just flat-out depth. I think the Suns are very dependent on, A, their starting five, four of their starting five being healthy all series, and, B, staying out of foul trouble all series. I think that's our two huge keys. The other key is this. Um, I think um, – the, the Clippers are the deeper team. They can bring guys like Norman Powell, who's a 16, 17 point upper game score. They can bring a guy up like Bones Highland, who can be instant offense. Or if he's not, you still have players around that, that roster that can play some winning basketball. I think that the Clippers are going to win the series. I think that. Um, Wait, you said the Clippers? Yes. I think it means something. Rob, meet this guy's line. Like, we're not gonna bring I mean, it back. I mean, you're, you're we're not saying, bringing it back. You're saying this as if the Suns are the number one team in the West. They're not. Yes, they're, they're the they're the five for a reason. The the no, they're the four for a, for a, and the and for injuries. They're healthy. And but but making the trade that they traded, they traded defense and traded depth. And you mm-hmm. tell me, sit down, and tell me who is guarding a Kawhi Leonard. Tell him, Ozzy. Tell him who's guarding Kawhi Leonard. Josh. Coach, Josh, pride of Shiloh High School. Yes, who is six five? And then the other thing that people don't want to talk about. Question is, who's guarding Kevin Durant? Why? Let's, let's, let's who's, think. who's guarding David Booker? This, this, all right, you say that, but if you look seventy at last, points right there, that's seventy points in right there. Last year in the playoffs, y'all can say whatever you want about Devin Booker, but Devin Booker fades as series goes goes on. It's that's that's who he's been, and the that's why you have Kevin. Oh, all right, that's 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 fine. You but, have the best player in the league. The who? You have arguably, you have arguably there is, there is a 50-40-90 player there, on your uh, on your roster. Um, correction: 55-40-90. There is no <laughs> argument. There is no argument. He's not. He's not even close to being the best player in the league. Um, whoa, whoa, the, whoa! Like this. You saw last year the Dallas the the Dallas Mavericks with okay. Jalen Brown. And Luka Doncic and Spencer Dinwiddie take on Chris Paul over and over and over again. Patrick Beverly, he said it best. Chris Paul got y'all fooled. He a traffic cone. 
He's about to go. He there has not been a player whose defense has decreased faster than his because now he's just old and small. And I love Chris Paul. He's an all 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 time great. But I I just think that 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 the Clippers are set up with this draw. You really all you have all you have to do if you keep Devin Booker and Ke- and Kevin Durant, who Kevin Durant by his own volition and choice, will stop himself from scoring 50 by just being a team player and passing it. If you can contain those guys to 60 or less points, how are the Suns getting 150 points? Because they because they really can't guard nobody. So where are they going to get the other 50 points? The Listen. And look. The issue the Clippers – listen. The, the issue the Clippers have is you have a guy at roster called Russell Westbrook. And? And, and Russell Westbrook you can poop on is going to find a way to give the other team the game. You can poop on he him always all does. You can poop on him all you want. But if it wasn't for Russell Westbrook, when Paul he George got hurt. No, but Russell Westbrook, when Paul George got hurt, if Russell Westbrook's not on that roster, the Clippers are playing in the play-in. But because Russell Westbrook, who won games for that team down, down the stretches on that team, they're in the fifth seed and have a chance to win the series. I'll That's take him. in six or seven. Any team with Russell Westbrook – I vote against. <laughs> that, that, that's fine, and you're, and you're a Dick fan and don't know what winning is, so that's fine. Uh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, hey, hey, your team did not qualify for last, the play last, in. Last time I checked, last time I checked, your team is watching us. My team well, is playing. After you Luka, traded away, listen, last, last time after I checked, you Luka, traded away a Luka first round. will be at the Cavs game. Luca will be at the Cavs game asking asking Nick's ownership, "How do I get here?" He's in. What, what I'm sorry. What were y'all doing in the second round of last year? Huh? What, what were y'all doing in the second round of last year? Getting ready for this year. <laughs> and then look, <laughs> right? That's now, why. That's why we're ready. Hey, see, hey. we, 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 we were we were prepared for our destiny. We knew that we would be here when no uh-huh. one thought that we would. And in all here. honesty, the Knicks in the second round of playoffs, the Knicks were plotting away to take Jalen Brunson away from, from, from that. They, no, they were doing that first round. They were doing that first round when they showed up to Salt Lake City and tampered. Um, but, uh, hey, <laughs> wait, wait, uh, no, no, no. We didn't tamper. Problem. We told him, we told him specifically, you're going to be a Nick next year, and, and he nodded his head and said, yes, he would. Well, let me ask you this, Rob. Were you alive the last time the Knicks won a championship? <laughs> Just yes or no was, was, will uh, suffice. I was not alive. John, John, were you alive? When the Knicks won their last championship, no, I was not alive. But I was. Um, oh no, no, no. Wait, yes, but no, I was yes. alive when no, they made yes, the play right. when, when they were yes. in the championship in '99. Yes, yes, yes or no? No, no, no. Hey, yes or no is all I need. Is ninety nine point nine percent of the listeners of this podcast were they alive when the Knicks last played last played well last the won a championship? Rob, Rob may have one or two people who were alive then. Is the best player on that team alive uh, when he no? So that's how far ago. It was your team. Your team has lived in bumness, and the only reason why that you guys get t- get TV time is because the stories are nice in New York. Everything is nice. We've been to the championship two times in my lifetime. That now is nice. Everything in New York is nice, except for the sar- the sorry Knicks. So thank you. Enjoy your your six games of joy. Enjoy your tampering of Jalen Brunson, and you will oh be my back. Gosh. Team of next year. While well, you. your team was in the playoffs last year, we were prepping uh, for this year's playoffs. Yeah, for your we're one year about the present. For your one for, for your one year shot to lose in the first round. Congratulations. Nope, we are going all the way to the finals. What finals? The Eastern the Conference Finals. 
finals. <laughs> We're going to be the Eastern Conference Finals. Just watch. Listen, okay. when you play 2K, anybody can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. No, no, no. no. We're going to be Eastern Conference Finals. In the Eastern world, Conference Finals. We're going to shock the world. We're going to shock the world. Okay. And who are you going to play in the Eastern Conference Finals? We're going to play the Celtics. Wow. And beat them and go to the NBA Finals to shock the world. This is why you should never experiment with recreational yeah. drugs. Stay off the weed. Wow, this is stay off the weed. I'm telling you, stay the off Knicks, the weed. No, stay off the syn- the synthetic weed. Yeah. That's what I'm you're telling on you. Now. The Knicks have the Knicks have the best. The Knicks have a really good road to the finals. He can't even look at us when he's saying this. The Knicks have a beautiful road to the finals. Can't wait, baby. Go New York. Go New York. Go all the way to the NBA finals. While everyone else last year was was prepping, you know. Uh, hey, listen. You get. We have seats for Luca. Luca and Kyrie. Luca and Kyrie can come watch. Luca's in, in Slovenia. Get he's he's getting back to his base of smoking some hookah, drinking a beer, <laughs> drinking a beer, smoking some weed. Yeah, okay. And showing up to camp out of shape. Yeah, so he will show up in shape because he has to play for his country again this summer. So, all right. So I think those are all our selections. We we this is a long episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys can just uh, print up what you guys did uh, the predictions. I didn't write any. Anything down, so yeah. Um, uh, and me, also, send me, send me copies uh, of those. I'll, I'll put them on the Facebook page. Sure. And also, if you guys think that we should bring Ozzy back again, uh, please, please, you know, let us know on our show on our social media page. Question is, question is, should Ozzy come back on the show for another episode? Most well, inter- I mean, think about it. Think, think about it. Next week is the uh, NBA. Not, well, we will touch on the NBA playoffs briefly, but it's the NFL mock draft. So it's our annual NFL mock draft. So um, if he can make it, we'll think about now. If he starts saying he puts all Penn State guys in the top five, then we just got to no, get rid of it. The only first okay. round draft pick from Penn State is going to be uh, nobody. Oh, Porter, Joey Porter. Or Jr. No, yeah, I can see. I can, yeah, I, I can definitely see Joey Porter Jr. As a first round pick, but if you start saying that, um, what's that guy's name? Your Sean, quarterback, Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford, <laughs> number one. Pick. If you start saying Sean Clifford first round, we're gonna have to meet. You're gonna have to just meet your line, okay? Sean uh, Clifford's gonna be a fourth, fifth round pick. Sean he, Clifford's not. He's not Sean a Clifford is a not drafted. He's not getting drafted. Okay. See, that's, All right, but we will have a first round draft pick from Penn State two years from now. All right, so while we figure that out, guys, hit us up on Facebook at Brothers Ballin, uh, Facebook group at Brothers Ballin. We're going to post our playoff uh, series um, predictions, uh, and we'll do that on the uh, Facebook page. We'll also uh, post, we post some questions during the uh, NBA playoffs as well. Also, um, Instagram at Brothers Ballin Podcast and Gmail. Blood Brothers Ballin. That's ballin without the G at gmail.com. Guys, you thought March Madness was crazy? The NBA playoffs were one of the more exciting times on the sports calendar. Enjoy. Just really soak it in. Let's go Nets. Be a good brother. Be a good sister. See you later.